we've, we've gotten started with this series that will be in probably for a while on signs of the times. This, these end times, we really started a couple of weeks looking at, at, at Matthew, uh, to Matthew 24 and looking at some of those signs and just getting some, some overview, big, big picture there. Well, we're going to go a little deeper. We're going to continue in there, but in that vein, and, and we're going to look at some scriptures, some different scriptures. But so, so here's the question, and we've talked about this a little bit. When we look to prophecy of these end times, you know, my belief is, I, I believe in, a, in, a, in a, uh, a pre-tribulation rapture. I believe that. Now, I could be wrong, but I believe that at the start of the seven-year tribulation, the, 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 that will be raptured out. That will be the sign of that. Some believe that we're raptured out in the midpoint of that, uh, between the tribulation and the great tribulation. Others believe that it's at the end of the tribulation. I believe it's at the start of the tribulation. And, and so some of the things that we read don't necessarily apply to, apply to us. And the, so those seven years of tribulation before the Lord's second coming... There, there's a time there. There's things that aren't going to apply to me because I ain't going to be here. And, 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 and uh, so, but the scriptures tell us we're to read, we're to be aware of these things. We should know these. But here's for, for us as a believer, this ought to be the motivation for us is what do we do while we're here? It ought to be a motivation for us that, you know, there are folks out there. There, there are folks, let me, let me say this. There are folks here sitting, let's say if you came into the, into the service You've heard the gospel and you put it off and I'll do this later, I'll deal with it later, whatever. You've heard the gospel and you've resisted what God's doing there. You've heard the gospel. As I read scripture, after the rapture, there will not be an opportunity for them to be saved. Scripture speaks very clearly to that. The, the, the Lord will send delusion. Those who have had opportunity and rejected the gospel... At that point, it won't be. And when you see the tribulation, a lot of that deals with, it's, it's Israel. You see the 144,000. Yeah, I can remember, was it the Jehovah's Witness thought that was the, it was only going to be 144,000 in heaven where they had to change their, their, you know, now there's more than 144,000 Jehovah's Witness. So now they have to believe, they have to change their doctrinal beliefs and, and, and what they think of that. But that 144,000 are, are, are Jewish preachers. They're missionaries. They're pastors. They're, they're probably evangelists, probably the better way to say that. But there are 144,000 that are going to be going out throughout the world sharing the gospel in that time. So, so what is our motivation? So what do we do while we wait? So that, that's kind of what I want to look at. And really what I have tonight, and, and probably, it'll probably take a couple of weeks to go through this, but it's, it comes from a message I preached uh, before dealing with this. So when we're talking about what we looked at, Matthew 24, we're looking at, at Luke 21 tonight, we're looking at warnings. These are warnings. These are some signs of things to come. Now, how many of you ever watched the Olympics? Do you want, like to watch the Olympics? I, I love to watch the I love to watch the Winter Olympics. And, and when they do the speed skating, I never watch speed skating. I, I couldn't care less about speed skating until they're putting a medal there and there's gold, silver, and bronze medals. And all of a sudden it's exciting and it's the Olympics. And, and, but, but when you do that, when you hear the ding, 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 what does that mean? Anybody know? No, the, they start with a gun. What's the bell mean? Last lap. 
So they, they and they'll do that with running like long races in a, in a, in a stadium and different things. But when they get to that last lap, they ring that bell. And that's the sign that it's the last lap. Now, in baseball, we have seventh inning stretch, right? Let you know the game's coming close to an end. Now, y'all, if you watch, if you follow baseball at all, you're, you feel, you've seen right now the joy it is to be a, a, a Georgia sports fan. I mean, because the Braves had a 2-0 lead last year against the Dodgers, and they lost. They had a 2-0 lead against the Yankees. Uh, in the World Series back in probably the 90s, I guess it was, late 90s, and they lost. Well, they had a 2-0 lead on, on the Dodgers, and they were up 5-2 last night, and they blew it in the, in the top of the, well, bottom of the eighth inning, they blew it and, and lost the game. Um, so, all that said, just to lament my, my thing as a Georgia fan of sports. Um, seventh inning stretch lets you know the game's coming to an end. The two-minute warning in football, when they take that two-minute warning, you know it's close to the, the, the game's getting close to be over. The white flag in racing. You know, when that white flag ra waves, they wave at you. know, this is the last lap, unless it's NASCAR and there's a crash, and then you may get three more extra laps, and then you may get three more extra laps. I don't know how it all works anymore. But it used to be white flag meant that, that's it. This is the last lap and this is it. It's near the end. And then there's signs that we see of seasons. So when you see leaves turning different colors and falling off the trees, most places in the world that tells you it's fall. In Florida, it means it could be fall. It might be, uh, it might be uh, spring. Um, it, you know, I, I, there, there are trees that drop leaves here in the spring. And so it's weird. Um, now in Indiana, when we started seeing robins, Gina, what'd that mean? Did you say that? Who said that? Oh, Susan knows because in Ohio it's the same thing, right? When you start seeing the robins, you know it's, it's spring. The trees are budding, flowers are blooming in spring. Now, what is this one? Hobby Lobby, when they put out Christmas decorations, what does that tell you? It's 4th of July. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So you got to know the signs. you got to be able to, to recognize that. Now, Luke 21 is what we're going to look at. And y'all are going to help me to teach a lot of this tonight because I want to I get your input on some of these things, okay? But if we go to Luke 21 and we're looking at verse, starting there at verse 29, it says, Then he spoke to them a parable. He said, Look at the fig tree and all the trees. Look to the fig tree. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know your, uh, for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Now, what is he talking about all these things? That's the things that he's been talking about before verse 29, 30, 31. It's all the stuff that we're going to look at tonight, all these signs that he gives us. Verse 32, assuredly, I say to you, this generation... Now, when he said that, imagine if you're standing there, if you're a disciple standing there when he says this. He says, now, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all, all, these, all these things take place. So you can imagine they hear that. They, they could think, very rightly so, think, well, this generation, our generation, he's going to come back in our time. These, these are things we're going to see, and, and we're this generation. But what he was saying was this generation, the generation that is there when these things are happening. So we don't know if that's us or the next generation or the next after that. We don't know. I believe it's us. And I believe we're seeing these things. But uh, he says, Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Mark 13, 32 says, but, but of that day and hour no one knows. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We do not know. Anyone who claims 
that they know when the Lord's returning. They're a, they're a, 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 a something. Um, they're a liar. They're a heretic. They're something. But Because Scripture is very clear. No one knows. According to this, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son. Jesus doesn't even know. Jesus is there at the right hand of the Father right now. And at some point, God's going to say, bring them home. And that's our day. Woo! That's what I want. Only the Father knows when that's going to come. So we know that. So be careful who you listen to. There are so many, I think I already shared, there's so many books out there that have been written by these guys that every year they're putting out another book and they're basically saying, here it comes, this is it. And they've been saying that for 40 years. Um, and I'm going to be careful as I teach this. I'm not trying to say, I, I'm going to preface it with this. A lot of stuff we're even going to talk about tonight in these signs, a lot of this stuff that are the signs of the end of the time have things that have been going on forever. But how is it different? What's going on with that? And that's what we're going to focus on. So there's some warning signs for us that time is running out. Um, so in Luke 21, and again, y'all help me out here. As we go through these verses if you've got some input, you've got some thoughts on these verses, I want to hear it. This is, a, this is an interactive time tonight, okay? So verse 9 says, but when you hear of wars and commotions. Now that word commotions means this. It means instability. Um, so uh, an example being disorder, commotion, confusion, uh, tumult. What, anybody know what tumult means? Churned up. But that that would might, might that would work with anybody else. It's it's a loud, confused noise, especially one caused by a large mass of people. Now I'd say we've seen some of that. Now it's not new. We we we've seen that all in a lot of different times through history. But we see that tumult. This a loud, confused noise. This this chaos. This large masses of people. I mean, we've got we got big protests and marches that are going on all over the world right now about all this stuff. These mandates and things that are going on. So there's wars. When you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified. And Jesus says this right, right here in verse 9. First thing he says, do not be terrified. When this stuff is going on, and what do we do? Uh, we, we get terrified. That's what we tend to do. We tend to get, man, what if war breaks out? Uh, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Now, um, well, let's get the next verse. And, and like I said, if you got something, throw a hand up, get my attention if you want to input here. On any of these things as we're going through. Verse 10. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Now, it's hard to say that tensions are worse now than they would have been in World War II. I mean, there's a reason they called it World War. Just about the whole world was at war. Most nations of the world were involved in it in one way or another. And, and so, but what we see is nation will rise against nation. Even now, you see some nations that typically are kind of friendly toward each other that aren't so friendly. I mean, we, we've become enemies to our, 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 our allies. We're enemies to our allies at this point. Companies, countries that have been allies are, are kind of at, at odds with us in some ways. And so there's, there's some of that. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There's tensions all over the world. This continues to rise. Country against country, kingdom against kingdom. You know, talking about that terror and what we see going on. How many of you saw in the news where China now supposedly has this missile 
that can go entirely around the world. I mean, it's a super missile, and it has nuclear capability. I mean, that can be terrifying because, you know, I'm, I, I, and I'm real assured, I'm so assured by our country's response because I think our country's response was, wow, we didn't know they had that, and we don't know what to do with it. You know, that kind of, oh, that feels good. I, I hope our Star Wars, you know, that strategic defense initiative, I hope there's something up there to stop those kind of things. But I, I don't, we don't know what's up there. We don't know what we've got going on. But China maybe now has the capability of striking us from any direction or whatever. You know, that's the kind of stuff. And that's, again, it's these things that point to just global, global war, even on a scale that we've not seen. Verse 11, and there will be great earthquakes in various places. Now, we wouldn't say that's something new. There, there have always been earthquakes. Um, uh, it doesn't talk about volcanoes here, but typically volcanoes are wherever you have earthquakes. There's, a, there's typically a lot of volcanoes because you've got the plates moving and you end up with a lot of volcanoes. But, you know, it would have been great earthquakes. Mount Vesuvius when that blew. I imagine there was great earthquakes that went with that. But the thing about the earthquakes, what I've read and, and, and heard is that, you know, here's the thing. We hear of earthquakes almost every day now. Part of, part of this is that there have been earthquakes going on forever, but we didn't always hear about everything. We hear about everything now. In fact, I read that there's about 55 earthquakes a day around the globe. Um, three, now you have to take this into account too. How long have they been keeping records? But three of the largest ever recorded earthquakes happened since 2004. Three of the six largest so I don't know if they've been recording 100 years, 150 years, 200 years. I don't know. But three of the largest, and one of the largest, I think maybe the largest, might have even been the one down there in Indonesia that happened with the, that created the tsunami in 2004. Um, so earthquakes in various places. You know, we even had an earthquake in Indiana when I lived up there. I didn't know. I didn't know we had. But I know in Kentucky they get some. There's some faults. Anybody who's from Kentucky? Anybody from Kentucky in here? We got some Kentucky folks, but none in here. I think there is actually a fault in Kentucky, but and that may have been where the the earthquake was. But we felt it up in Indiana. Um, continuing in verse 11, it says, "And famines." So a famine is an extreme scarcity of food. All right, that sounds simple. And pestilences. All right, so that's a, a fatal epidemic disease. Um, Ebola, swine flu, do we put COVID-19 in there? What's next? What's going to be next? Um, could, could it even be here, this famines and pestilences? Someone, I was talking to someone, I'm going to even give him credit. Uh, Randy Dixon and I were talking, and he, he, he had a thought there. He said, he, he said, could it be that the Lord is talking about here scarcity of spiritual food? Isn't that an interesting thought? And, and the epidemic spread of deadly teachings. Now, when you put that on a spiritual level, I mean, that's where we're at. There's either, there's either a famine, a famine of, of, for the truth, for the Word of God out there, or there's an epidemic of, of bad, false, deadly teaching that's going on. The verse continues there, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. 
So some of the things I thought about, I mean, there's a lot of different things, but even the Challenger explosion, I mean, that's a unique thing in the last 70 years, 80 years of world history, that those kind of things could actually even happen. The Challenger explosion, the Columbia disaster when it's coming in and it breaks up in the atmosphere and you see it streaming through the atmosphere, the, the fire of that. Those kind of things. Or uh, how many of you have seen videos of these meteors that streak across the sky and as they get down, they blow up and it just lights up the night sky. You know, they, they, there's several videos of those happening over in Russia. And uh, I saw one, you know, it's, they, I, they capture it because they got dash cams on everything over there, I guess. But you see it and there's a streak and then it just, and it, I mean, it was, it did a lot of damage. This was recently, not, I say recently in the last 10 years. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but some of you probably saw that. What are, anybody got any thoughts on anything else there? Fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Well, I mean, we're here. It is weird that we're here. And I don't know if it's a distraction. I don't know what that is. But there is a, there is a you know, even the, the, the military has released some things and saying videos of things that they don't, they're not sure what it is. Uh, you know, I, I think some of that it could very well be spiritual stuff that, that they see. I don't, you know, it could be demons. And, uh, you know, I've told you when we get raptured out of here, they'll have all kind of excuses of what happened to all these crazy Christians. Either either the aliens got them because we were crazy or we got some virus that only affected us because we had mental illness. Um, that, that, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, that they'll, they'll explain, how they'll explain it away. Any other thoughts on that? Great signs in, 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 from heaven? Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm getting to that one in the next verse. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to verse 25, and we'll get to that. And there will be signs in the sun. So now there are things in the sun that have been there. You know, maybe maybe through, since all of history, all, since God created, solar storms, solar flares, uh, increase and decrease in activity. But you know what? Until recently, we weren't able to see those things. We didn't know those things were going on. We didn't know about uh, black holes, uh, those kind of things. The energy output from the sun, I was reading an article from 2006, said the energy output from the sun has, has increased significantly during the 20th century. That's interesting. That the energy put out from the sun has, has significantly increased. So there are signs in the sun, signs in the moon. Those, the, you know, at some point there, we were, it was like we were having some blood moon. It was the, this moon. It was this. There was the super moon. You know, there was, a, there was a time not too long ago where we had that super moon where it was supposed to be 11% bigger in our view than, than normal because it was close. It had come in close. So these are signs. Are they signs? Are these the signs? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What else? Any, anything else you can think of from the moon? In the stars? It says, and in the stars? So we look out into space. How many of you have ever gone on and how many of you have ever seen Google uh, Space? Anybody seen that? Uh, that's fascinating. Google Space. And I, I don't think it's as... It, it, there was a time where, I mean, it was, it was, it was as 
easy to use. I don't know if it's as easy now as like Google Earth. You know, you can do Google Earth and you can zoom in and, you know, you can zoom in on country and then you can go way in. And, you I mean, you can see an, there's, there's an airplane out in northwest United States somewhere. A guy's put an airplane out in the forest and he's built his house in it. It's, in, it's a commercial airliner that's out there. And then I guess the trees have grown up around it and stuff. But you see it and you go, how in the world did that get there? But you can find that on Google Earth. Well, Google Space is the same thing. You just turn around and you look into space. And so these things that we look at and we think, well, there's a star. And I've shown these videos or, or pictures of this stuff before where, where the, then when you zoom out and you go out there and you look into space and what you think you know, there's stars we don't even see, but you start zooming out, we see a star, and then you zoom out and you find out, oh, that's not a star, that's a galaxy. And then behind that galaxy, as you continue to look deeper into space, there's more galaxies out there, or I'm sorry, more stars out there, and then you zoom further and you realize those aren't stars either. Those are entire galaxies. And so as you do this Google space, and, you, and if, you, if you do that, and you just spend a, time, a little time on there, it's incredible what is actually out there. You talk about us being the center. I don't know if we're the center of anything other than God's love and his attention. I mean, we're the center of that. I don't know that I believe that there's life anywhere else. If they proved it, it doesn't, it's not going to change my view of, it doesn't make me question God one bit. But I don't, who's to say God didn't create life somewhere else in the universe? Uh, this is our story right here. That's not going to change anything. If little green men come down, and that's not going to bother me a bit. It's not going to shake my faith one bit. But I'm not sure that there is. I, I just, if I had to say one way or the other, I, I'm, I'm going to say I don't think there is life out there. I think this is it. I think we are the center of his attention, and it's the jewel in space. When you look at Earth, it, it's just an amazing thing when you look at Earth from, from space. But there's other things out there in the stars. There's black holes that we couldn't. Yes, ma'am. No, uh-uh. So you're talking Yeah, and you're in there, but those kind of things. Now, now, remember when the when John's writing that, John's looking at things that he he's going. How do you put that in words? You know, it, it, when you, when you read in Revelation, you see some things in Revelation that I could very well believe are like these attack helicopters. You know, when you start talking about they got the hair of a woman and the and the face of a man and the stinger of a a, a scorpion. I mean, I, I, you could see one of these attack helicopters, and John wouldn't have gone, oh, yeah, that's an attack helicopter. That's a this or that. He's riding on things. He's Imagine you just got dropped off tomorrow in, in outer space somewhere, and you're trying to describe these. Say there are creatures, and you're there riding, and you're, drawing, you're trying to describe these creatures or this life or things that are going that you've never seen before, and you don't even have words to describe that. So some of that is that case. But you could easily see in some of those situations, uh, so a great earthquake. What happens sometimes with a great earthquake? Again, you may have volcanoes going off. You've got all this dust in the air. The sky's black. There's a, 
God's going to use everything in his creation in this time. So they're looking in there, black holes, supernovas. Um, you know, like I said, we can see more of space now. I mean, in scripture, Scripture's writing, God revealed places in space that I don't think they could even see. He's talking about Orion. I don't, I don't, I don't know that they could. In Job, he's revealing things that I, I don't think they could have seen and known what that was. God named it because God, God knew. So there's the signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. Howard? That's exactly right. I mean, you got John, you got, I mean, this stuff's written thousands of years ago. They're seeing things in the future that they don't know how to describe some of that. Now, an earthquake can we can describe. Stars falling, the sun's, the sun's black. Well, I mean, you can get that. If the sky, I mean, with some, some people, when Mount St. Helens blew, there were people in the, in, the, in the ash side of that, that the sky went dark. They would have, there's some, there's some things there that, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to say, well, God's not... Do God's going to use creation. He's going to use what's here uh, in that. We see the description of that. It's all in this nature. And yeah, it is a different time. I mean, over in, in Central Asia when I was there at night when the power goes out and you're uh, 60 miles from anywhere, I mean, you could. I saw things in the sky I've never seen before. I saw the Milky Way like I've never seen it before. Just unbelievable. You're just in awe of what you could see out there. Same way out west. You know, you can see it really, really good out west. So there's all these things, these signs. And then he says here, continuing verse 25, he says, And on the earth, distress. Distress on the earth. So extreme anxiety, sorrow, or pain. So on the earth, distress of nations. Extreme anxiety. I mean... We, we've, got, we've got that. We've got that in a lot of places. In fact, I'd say in most places right now, we're, we're seeing distress of nations, a lot of anxiety among the people, among the governments. Um, and this may, that part of this may be at an all-time high right now. I mean, it's just everywhere. And this is an interesting word. The next verse there says, the next word there in verse 25 says, And on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. With perplexity. And that means, that word perplexity, it means to make unable to grasp something clearly or to think logically and decisively about something. So if you're perplexed, you know, we would use that, if we use that in a sentence, you know, I'm very perplexed. I, I've come to a place where, you know, I can't grasp something clearly. I can't think logically and decisively. I'm 
perplexed. I'm, I'm having problem processing this. I mean, that's, that's a picture of where we're at in a lot of places in our world today. There's this, uh, you look around and you just see there's, a, there, there's an inability to grasp. Today it seems like just common sense stuff. We're going to have to rename that. We can't call it common sense anymore because there doesn't seem much of it around. But you see it in every, you know, Australia. You look at how Australia is handling the, the pandemic and the mandates and the mask mandates. I mean, they're, they're, it's all about health and they're out pepper spraying seniors in parks because they don't have a mask on outside. It's a, and it's about health. So I'm going to pepper spray you. That makes a lot of sense. So you can see there's, there's this, this with perplexity. I mean, the Lord saw what was coming. He's revealed it. And, and when we're seeing things now, I mean, I see things now. I'm looking around going, uh, I didn't see that coming. Anybody else? It is. It's, it, it is. It is. It is. Oh, this, this is a piece of cake at this point. It's, um, it's not, not too hard not to get terrified at this point, but it's going to get... People go, oh, it can't get much worse. I've heard people say that. It can't get much worse. Uh, have you read the book? <laughs> have you read? Because you need to go read the book because it's going to get a lot worse, and you do not, not want to be here. And it is evil, and I keep saying that, and folks, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it because I'm the pastor and... You know, just trying to be spiritual because I'm the pastor. Uh, I, I look around and I see spiritual warfare in everything. That's the battle that's going on. This is, this, is, this is good versus evil. And I've been praying, you know, Lord, I pray that the forces of good will have victory. Because there is so much foolishness. And, and it, it, when you want to talk about the way these things are handled, the way, let's just say Australia. You know, some of the ways that they're, they're locking everything down and, and they, they've just gone nuts with the way they're treating people. And it, and it makes, there's no logic in it. And we want to talk about science. Well, let's, then let's talk about science. Let's not talk about fake science. Let's talk about real science. And instead of just making something up to fit your narrative, let's look at reality, but that's not happening. And, and so these governments, the way I see it, and you may see it different, but the way I see it, they're not smart enough People aren't smart enough to, to coordinate all the things that are going on globally. Does that make sense? And that's why I look at it and I see, you see a demon behind it? Yes, I do. Because Satan has been planning and plotting and working, and he has a, a, he's got legions of these demons that are working under him in hierarchy, and they're out they're out. I mean, who are they going to go after? They may come after me, but I don't. I, you know, I've heard people say, Satan's been on me all week. I, that important? That Satan's on you? I, I, don't, I honestly don't think Satan would know my name. But he's got some demons that are out after me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here going, oh, man, they don't mess with me. I ain't worried. No, no, I, I stay on guard for that because I know that there's spiritual warfare even for me. But the real attacks are going at the world leaders. 
those that have, have seats of power and can influence these things. And they don't, you look at it and they go, is that really the decision you would make? A fifth grader could make a better decision. And so you have to believe that's the oppression and that's the influence, the satanic influence in these people's lives that spiritually all this junk is being coordinated by people who are just, what's the word, useful idiots. I mean, it's what we, that's what we can be easily. We can be. So this perplexity is one that that word has always stuck out to me uh, when, I, when I'm reading these passages is just seeing where we get to. And we honestly are at a place in our country and we're at a place in this world right now that I, I, I really had a hard time ever seeing us get there and to see how fast this has happened, some of the things that are going on right now. Any other thoughts there? Okay. The verse continues, verse 25 still, and says, The sea and the waves roaring. Now, there's a couple of ways, you know, when I read that, I, a couple of things I think about roaring. Uh, 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 hurricanes, obviously, would roar, right? And so we've had some pretty significant hurricanes. It's interesting, every year when they come out at the start of the year, this is going to be the year we have more major hurricanes than ever before. There are going to be super storms. I mean, we've had... We've had a couple this year, a couple of storms, but nothing like what they've predicted. And uh, this seems to be every year, that's the prediction. There's going to be, and it's, it's, I think it's, look, it's, it's fear porn. It's fear porn by the media. They want to they get everybody scared to death, running and buying water every time the news comes on because they, they want, oh, we've got a big storm. They were talking about a storm. I was watching, they were talking about a storm that was going to come off the coast of Africa. They were already talking about it being a major storm, and it had not even come off the wave, had not even come off the coast of Africa yet. It never happened. But they were already talking about it. It's that fear point. They want to keep you in fear. But there are hurricanes. Katrina was a big deal. Um, we've had a couple that, the one that hit, was it Matthew or Michael that hit uh, up around Panama City? I mean, they're bad. There's, they're, they're, there's a lot of that. But those have increased but this is the one that's interesting when you think about the seas and stuff is tsunamis. You know, we've heard more. I can remember as a kid, I've always been interested in those. But I remember reading about a tsunami. There was one in Alaska that when, when it hit in Alaska and it went up in a, in a bay and it went up like 700 feet on the, on the you know, on the mountains there in that bay as the water comes in and it's going so fast, there's so much of it, it comes in, it runs up, you know, and you, we saw those videos. How terrifying was that? Those videos that come out of Indonesia in 2004. There's that tsunami that comes in. People didn't have a clue in the world what was going on. I mean, some guy's standing there watching. He's down on the beach. Now, I'm telling you, if the water goes out, like just does something it's never done before, I'm not going down to investigate. Now, it's just me. But this guy goes and you see him and it's so sad because you see him and, and he's standing there watching and finally he just turns around because of this wall of water and it just takes him out. And, it, and then as it came in and it hit those resorts, but I think it was 300,000 people that died as a result of that. That was 04. Listen to these numbers when you're talking about increases in things. Now, I don't know how they do this, but you can imagine if there's a tsunami, it's recorded somewhere. Okay, so if there were people there, they would have recorded it. So from 1,000 to 1,700, there were nine recorded tsunamis. 1,700s, there were 13. 
So already in the 1700s, there were four more than there were the 800 years before that. In the 1800s, there were 18 recorded tsunamis. In the, in the first 50 years of, of the 1900s, there were 18. So there was the same number in the first 50 years of the 1900s as there were in all of the 1800s. Then in the last half, there were 19. So it was a total of 37 in, in the 1900s. And since 2000, there have been 23. So even at that, we're well on, we're well on pace to blow by the 37 that we had in all of the 1900s, and we're in 2021. We've already had 23 tsunamis. So there's something going on. You look at those trends, there's more movement with the plates. There's more, the earth, that's the, it's the birth pains. It is, this earth is getting restless. It's groaning. The earth is ready. The earth is like, like, like uh, uh, Kristen back there was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Come on, baby. And he never twisted like we hoped, but here he is. But there's that time where you just, you know, I, I, I've watched it twice. And Gina was like, I don't care what it takes. Get this baby out of me. I'm ready. And this, the, the earth is groaning. All of creation is groaning. And so, really, that's what we're seeing in these verses is, is Scripture is the Lord is telling us these signs because these are the birth pangs. There are signs before the Lord's return. Verse 26, men's hearts failing them from fear. Now, anxiety, anxiety may be at an all-time high. Now, I can imagine there was a lot of anxiety during World War I, World War II. People were different then. We soft, folks. We, we, we got kids that are offended. I told y'all, I told y'all this. I think I told y'all this. Um, Survivor, if you've ever watched Survivor, when they do the game time, my kids always love the game time. We love to watch the games and they do the competition. But he comes out there and he's calling me. He says, come on in here, guys. That's what he's always said. He's not going to say that anymore. He's got to get rid of guys. Because one person there, and he asked him right then and there, he asked him, does that offend anybody? No, nobody had a problem. But one of them got thinking about it and, and later on decided, yeah, that offends me that you would call us all guys. It's offensive, and, and it hurts my feelings. We're just soft today. And, uh, but we see men's hearts failing them from fear. Now, this is more than just being soft. This is, this is fear. And so anxiety is at, is at all-time highs. Many, many, many people are, are, are losing their minds. Look, mental health right now is a big deal. It's a huge deal. There are people that are, are really, really struggling, and it's this, it's this fear. Suicide rates are high. You know, all these shutdowns, you know, they, they're all worried about protecting people, and they're, they're killing people. I mean, right now, we're paying for all these shutdowns. Paying for this, getting people to not work. And, and, and with all the supply chain and all this stuff that's happening right now, we're, we're paying for it. And, and, and so much of this is fear. So when you got people in charge who are scared to death or they're being influenced satanically to do things that are oppressive, that are divisive, that create these, these problems the worldwide issues, look, you can't build back better till you tear it down all the way, right? And, and Satan wants to tear the whole world down. He wants to tear it all down, 
and have control of everything and have control of everybody. That's, that's what he wants. So that's what's going to be influenced through politicians all over the world. But this mental health is an issue. Men's hearts failing them for fear and the expectation of things which are coming on the earth. Now think about that. Expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. Global warming. People are losing their minds about global warming. Listen, if it's real, global warming is real. I, I, and I, 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 don't think, I don't think we're doing that. You can have, we, we cut back on our emissions. This is scientific. I did the research. We cut back on emissions, and for a decade we saved on emissions. And in three days, the, earth, the, the volcano that was exploding up in Iceland put more carbon into the atmosphere than we had cut out in a decade. Three days. So if it's carbon and that's the issue, we, we, there were a whole lot more cows and buffalo on the face of the earth 100 years ago than there are now. Not more cars, but there were more buffalo. Um, Mm. Or more cars, what did I say? Yeah, cows. Okay, I thought I said cars. In my thought, I thought, well, there were not more cars. That was dumb. There... You know, and as I read the article and go on, I thought that's probably what they would say. No, they, they, they go, no, no, no. Um, I actually read, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's time to stop, but I'm just, I'm just rattling things now that come to mind. But I read an article, and I did a ton of research on this stuff when I was teaching through uh, Genesis, even here, but before. I taught it several years ago, but studying through the creation and stuff and, and looking at these different things. Um, but there, are, there was a report I read that said that the global temperature of Mars was increasing at the exact same rate that Earth's was increasing, if we're increasing, that's what they were saying. Uh, so it must be all the, I, 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 the cars there or the cows. I'm not sure which one it is, the cars or the cows there that's doing it. But I thought it could be, it could be something to do with the sun. That was before I saw this article. So there's, uh, there's the, the fear of global warming, global cooling, climate change, save Mother Earth, all this stuff. Um, asteroids. I heard that we're sending, we're going to send a rocket out there or a satellite or something out into space um, because we want, to, we want to make sure that we can divert an asteroid. But everything our research is, the space is so vast, an asteroid could be coming and we may not see it until it's too late anyway, you know. Uh, you know, worried about these meteors hitting the earth. But, you know, think about this. They talk about the sea level rising a foot over, over 60 years. How stupid are people if over 60 years the water's rising and we don't move? I mean, if the water rose a foot right now, Daytona wouldn't be any different. And why did Obama build a big giant house on the Nantucket Island? Maybe he talked all that so he could get cheaper land prices there. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so... Um, all these things coming on the earth, COVID-19, nationalism. People are so upset about nationalism. Domestic terrorism, that's a huge one right now. That's huge. There's great fear over all these soccer moms at school board meetings because they're domestic terrorists. So I don't know. Call me crazy. 
But uh, all right, we'll, we'll pick up right there. We're, we're kind of ending up verse 26. We'll get into tw verse 27 and move forward. So we didn't even get it to your notes tonight. I knew that, but I knew we probably wouldn't. But uh, we'll pick up on that next week. Any questions or comments before we dismiss? I have a yes, ma'am. I always have a comment, sorry. I love it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Everything. Yeah. It's exciting to be live right now. It it is. It is. It is. I mean, we're we're witnessing something folks have looked for for all of history for the last two thousand years. We're in that time. And, and the Lord may very well... Here's the thing. Every day when you get up, you ought to be like, oh, man, he didn't come in the night, so maybe today. Maybe today's the day. This might be it. Amen? Listen, and if, you're, if you don't know the Lord, that ought to scare you to death. That ought to scare you to death. <laughs> I'm still here. That's when you want to call a friend that you know is a Christian, right? And say, are you still here? All right, I'm good. All right, I didn't get left. You know, it'd be like Sunday morning. I come in here and like, man, where's everybody at? It's just me here. Uh, all right. Well, I'm already five minutes over. So uh, let's pray and be dismissed. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Remember the bread that's next door and clean in tomorrow. And if you need anything, please holler. Father, we love you and we praise you. We thank you for your goodness. Lord, it is an exciting time. And as we look at these things and we just consider, Lord, it's easy to look around and see that perhaps, Lord, this is, these are the birth pains. Lord, maybe you're right there. You're about to come. The Father's about to tell you, go get Go get, go get, go get the boy. Go get our children. Go get, bring them home. Bring home the children. And uh, Father, we're excited about that. It is, it is an exciting time to be alive. But Lord, help us not to get caught up so much in looking to the sky that we're not looking out, looking around us to those that need you, that need the gospel. Help us, Lord, to be diligent to share the love of Christ and the good news of the gospel with everybody we can. Lord, bless as we dismiss now. Watch over and keep us safe. And uh, we, we just look forward already to being back together in fellowship uh, again on Sunday, Lord. We love you and we thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all have a great rest of the week.